0: Welcome to Menstrual Memoirs with Madeline Turner, where we are talking menstrual cycles, feminine energy, connection, and lifestyle. I'll be sharing education to help you navigate being a sovereign being in this modern day world, knowledge I've learned through education and exploration, as well as personal experiences, and bring it on guests to share their journeys as well. If you've been feeling disconnected from your body and soul, or like they're just working against you, then you're in the right place. As you're enjoying the podcast, please rate it, review it, and share it with other souls who are also on this journey. Please remember that this podcast is used for educational purposes only. Welcome back to Minstrel Memoirs with Dr. Madeline Turner. I'm super excited and grateful that you are here as always. If you are enjoying the podcast, please rate it, please share it, please review it. That is how these messages get in front of other women and how we continuously build this community and work together to help shift what is going on, not only in the world, but within ourselves, and big changes happen from that. This one is for all my mamas out there today. Um, I see this a lot, and I wanted to talk about it because I get a lot of questions about, well, you know, I had birth. Where's my body at if I'm interested in cycle syncing? How should I link up with my cycle again? When's my cycle going to come back? How do I live in a, in a cyclical nature and honor like food and exercise? And my brain changes through these processes if I don't have my period back yet. So that being said, periods are going to come back at different times for different women. The main driving factor in this is if is going to be if you breast breastfeed or not. So if you breastfeed more than likely that your period will take a longer time to come back than if you are not breastfeeding. And then typically if it is not your first first um baby, even if you're breastfeeding, your cycle will come back a little bit sooner usually after um the first one. The first one is usually will take the longest. It's still pretty common for women not to have their their period back, even like 12 months postpartum if they're breastfeeding. Um, every woman is a little different. Now, of course, if you're going more towards that like year and a half, two year mark, you might want to go um, check in with your doctor and ask about that a little bit. But most women, it kind of ranges from like eight months to 12 months, you know, and then give or take a little bit from there. So that's definitely a big driving factor on what is going to, Progress those sync that cycle syncing and getting your period back is breastfeeding, and with that being said, you give birth to baby. Where are you afterwards, and like what should you be doing after you give birth to ba- baby, especially in your um, like immediate postpartum phase? I would like you to think of it like your menstrual phase. It's an extended menstrual phase. This is the time to lay in to relax, to bond with your baby, to bond with your new family addition, because maybe this isn't the first baby you've brought in, or maybe it is. And now you and your spouse and you have a baby. So it's a different dynamic. This is a great time for you to bond with yourself because you, if this, especially if this is your first baby, you are shedding that maiden identity, you are shedding who you were without bringing life into the world. And that changes a woman a lot. And it's not a process that just happens overnight. This is something that you are going to love and hate and struggle with. And those are all what I want to say, like normal things to experience that we don't always talk about. It's okay during this process to feel sad and to grieve and to mourn your life you had and what you knew for who you were prior to having a baby because it's going to be different now and it's okay to miss that and it's okay to long for that sometimes please know that that's okay (laughs) all right so this lion in period this just bonding and nourishing your body you just did them one of the most athletic events of your entire life you created a human and you brought a human to the world like this was like more than a marathon right this is like nine essentially plus months of you doing this work and for this like peak essentially kind of like in the grand scheme of it like sprint really intense physical thing that you went through not only just physical but emotional and spiritual so give your time your body your mind everything space and grace to heal through that we in our society think that women should bounce back super fast after birth and I fucking hate that so if you're listening to this podcast and you don't agree with me, I'm sorry, but, um, women shouldn't bounce back. Like you literally grew a human. You brought the human earth side. You are now feeding and caring for that human. You don't need to bounce back. You need to take care of yourself and give yourself grace. And we need to stop telling women that they need to get this pre baby body back as soon as possible. Like you're never going to be the same. We just talked about this. You're never going to be the same human that you were prior to conceiving, it just changes you. It changes you on so many different levels. And I'm even here to argue and say that, how are you not stronger because you went through all that and stronger in this like physical, um, spiritual, like just coming home to your body on, on what women were created to do, right? So giving yourself time and space within that, even within that time and space, it's okay to feel different in your body. And it's okay to miss what you had prior and to be un- unsure if you're ever going to get it back. I promise that you will quote unquote get it back. You will come back even more solid and stronger and with a more solid based foundation if you go about it in the right way, which is what we want because we want you to be strong and solid and grounded. And this motherhood journey that you're on. And not just motherhood, but like being the woman that you want to be. And now as that has changed for you with bringing a baby into the world, you still deserve to have that identity outside of just being a mom. So if, think about that extend menstrual phase. Like right now in the immediate postpartum phase, you're not working out. You're being with baby. If you are feeling this need to be active then we recommend starting to walk with baby as you're wearing baby and really paying attention to your body. If you have an increase in bleeding, if you're super sore, those type of things, and it's just too much too fast with whatever you did. So just recognize that the next day and decrease the intensity, decrease maybe the length of time you went for the walk. Maybe see if dad can hold baby next to him or partner can hold baby next to them and you can walk without baby and see how that goes. That's a really easy way to start moving. Also, breath work, breathing into your body and starting to connect to it again. Okay? As you're getting through that six-week like checkup and the doctor's saying you're clear to go, depending who you are what you were doing and, again, all the other things that are going on in your life, then more than likely you can start to be physically active again. It's going to be different for every woman on what that looks like and how to best support them in that process. I would still look at it like an extended menstrual phase at this point. So doing more restorative um, exercises, body weight movement, focusing on form, making sure that you have checked in with a women-specific physical therapist, pelvic floor physical therapist, to make sure that you are using your core and your pelvic floor in the way that it's designed to be and do because after labor and delivery or even after a C-section... Um, we usually have dysfunction in that area, so making sure you're setting your your best self your yourself up for the best moving forward in that. As you're getting more connected to your body and those things are working really well, then you're in this like pre-ovulatory phase because you haven't gotten your period back yet, so you're not ovulating. So in that phase, you're going to start to notice, oh, I have more energy. I do feel like I can do these things that are a bit more intense, and I can lift um, a little bit heavier weights gradually work into this but work into it right and then what you're gonna as you're and again you can eat for this phase you can understand your brain changes in this phase you can start to start to try to track your cycle and if you think your body's trying to get back into getting its period checking that cervical mucus is really important during that phase to really confirm that Um, if you're not aware um, her name is lisa hendrickson jack she has a podcast called the fertility podcast and she is great at fertility awareness planning and she has a whole course and a whole thing on how to look at this postpartum especially before you get your period back to understand where you are in your cycle um, to support your body through that and of course if you're wanting to not get pregnant or avoid pregnancy how you can do that effectively without using any hormonal birth control it's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. If that interests you, please go check her out. She's a wealth of knowledge. She is fantastic. <laughs> I can't shout it from the rooftops enough. So switching more to that pre ovulatory phase where you're noticing and you can do these things, but also realizing as you start to get your period again, your body is going to take some time to get that under a more regular process, like maybe what you had prior to getting pregnant. And we want it to be a more balanced, regular process. So this is where tracking your cycle comes in and doing that true cycle syncing, eating with where you are in which phase, seeing if you're ovulating, tracking any signs or symptoms that you might be having so we can figure out how to support our body better. Because remember, any signs or symptoms is your body telling you something's not quite balanced or right and I need some extra attention and support. So if you're seeing, you know, more PMS or PMDD symptoms prior than what you had ever had prior to having a baby, know that your body's still regulating and it's trying, it's telling you that information so you can support it. I just did a podcast on PMS and PMDD and I mention this because I see a lot of this in my moms who are starting to cycle again. They're like, I've never had this prior to getting pregnant and having a baby, and now I feel like I'm crazy when I get my period, or I'm super sad, I'm super depressed, I'm super anxious, I'm super angry, like all these things. I don't feel like myself. So how can we support you through that process? You can do it with food. You can do it with movement. You can do it by understanding these changes better and giving yourself grace and meeting yourself where you're at. And there's other support um, that you can do as well. Of course, everyone's gonna be different on what they wanna do and use. So just a quick recap, you had baby, you're looking at an extended menstrual phase. So really being inward, connecting, listening to that intuition, being slow, giving yourself grace to recover and process. As you are starting to get out of that, you got in your check out. They said, hey, you know, movement's great. To, again, taking it easy as we're transitioning from that extended menstrual phase to a pre ovulatory phase. So, you know, adding in some movement and intentional movement into your weeks and seeing how you respond. Your body will tell you if it's too much, too fast. And just always modify and adapt. You can take down intensity, you can take down overall time, those type of things. You can take down weight. And then starting to track and really, as you think your body's starting to cycle again, track that for a couple cycles, see what's going on, listen to those messages, and then start to really move with where you are in your cycle, eat with where you are in your cycle, understand what your brain is doing. And more than anything, what I see with my moms, ask for help. What is huge in this is having time for yourself. And it can be really easy to not take away and not take that time for yourself because There's so much going on and now you're a mom, right? And being the mom is different than being the other, Uh, especially if you're in a relationship that's a mom and dad, it's just different, especially if you're breastfeeding. So asking for help, even if that's have to be somebody that you can hire to sit with your baby for an hour once a week or once a month so you can go and breathe and take a walk by yourself or go get a pedicure or something that's self-care for you. It's so damn important. I cannot stress it enough. You have to figure out how to take some time to do self-care for you. It's non-negotiable. And I know it's easy to be like, I can't. I get that. But how can we go back to the drawing board and figure out how can we help you do that? There is a way. How can we do it in a way that makes you feel comfortable? Because we need to. Your life depends on it. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Menstrual Memoirs with Dr. Madeline Turner. If you are enjoying the podcast, please read it, please share it, please review it. That is how other women get exposed to these messages as well. If you are looking to connect with me, the best way is Instagram. My info is down in the show notes, but my handle is at madelin-m-a-d-a-l-y-n-dc. M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-D-C. I'm looking forward to connecting with you and we will talk soon. Bye.